0: Hi, GDR here in beautiful Jamaica. I've got some reader's questions here and I'm going to try to answer them for you. first one is, what is the red stripe on your forehead? And since you're in Jamaica, do you drink red stripe beer? No, it's a very personal question, but no I don't. I don't drink alcohol at all actually, I don't drink any alcohol. The red stripe is a mark of devotion to the feminine divine. I'm not a Hindu, I'm not in any kind of religion, it's something I think I did in a former life or maybe a few. It seemed right at the time and now I'd be lost without it. It's a personal connection to the Divine, a commitment I make every day. I put that on and it keeps my mind clear and it keeps my path straight. So that's the answer to that one. And no, I don't drink alcohol. Um, Okay, why do you have no shirt and no shoes? Well, uh, there's a Tradition, I think, um, of people who are on the path, and it happened to me, where suddenly you stop wearing your shoes and a shirt just feels irritatingly itchy and you take it off. And anything you wear starts to feel like a uniform of some kind. And this is a tradition. Now, where does it come from, this tradition of getting rid of the shirt, getting rid of the shoes, going barefoot and without shirt? It comes from a lot of places and has an ancient tradition. But you know what? There's a modern reminder of this. When you go to a store sometimes, there's a sign there that says no shirt, no shoes, no entry. So I sometimes out of courtesy to other people, if I need to go into a store, I'll put a shirt on and put sandals on and go in there. But that sign is significant. It's for people who are so poor that they have no shirt and no shoes. And that's to stop them going into the store, you see? So the identification of no shirt, no shoes is with them. That's where it began. To abandon the shoes, abandon the shirt and identify with the poorest and with the most deprived among ourselves. So that's sort of where it comes from. It's not so lofty in my case, it's just that every time I put on a shirt I feel it's like a uniform of some kind. Every time I put on shoes I lose them. So for me it just happened. I think it was in a former life or whatever. But that's the answer to that one. I hope that satisfies. Next one, these are all personal questions. You guys are observant. One says, you lost quite a bit of weight compared to pictures taken before. What happened? Well, uh, I started fasting. I think I was probably carrying around more weight than I needed to. There might have been times in my life when I needed to be a bit bulkier and a bit sort of heavier. Perhaps in certain environments in my life, it was kind of required. I remember when I first went to prison, I looked around me and thought, hmm, who's the best bodybuilding instructor I can find in this place? Because I got to build up real quick in this place. There are times, I think, when being heavier and being more involved in, say, active sport made more sense to me to be more heavy, to be a bit heavier and to be more um, robust in that sense. When I went on the spiritual path, I started fasting. And what I've found now is that through regular fasting, I've now achieved a a kind of body weight and a kind of fitness level that works for me. It's not super fit, but it's not super unfit. And I'm not carrying around any more than I really need to. The fasting itself, it started seriously during COVID. A number of the people in the community, I was living by myself during COVID in a hut on the beach, and people were coming to me. And after the first and second month, people's faces were becoming more and more drawn. And those people didn't have as much to eat as they should have had during COVID, a lot of the unemployed people. I started fasting then in solidarity with everybody. And once again, it's not a big thing. It's not kind of lofty or whatever. I just started doing it because I felt better. I didn't feel so good having three big meals a day. And once I went on that, With that kind of social fasting with other people because they were, it was a bit like doing Ramadan. I've done that, but I can't let my friends go through Ruza and not eat during the day until, and, and break the fast myself during the day. So I do it in solidarity with them. During COVID, I sort of ate less in solidarity with the other people who were getting by on one to two meals a day. And I found that it actually suited me. So I eat a lot less and now this is, what you see is what you get because I think this is going to see me out. I don't think I'm going to change much from this position and so on of where I am. So I fast into this position and I'm very happy with it. And I hope that's the answer to that one. Let's go on. Okay, another question. Have you always been involved in music or is it something you did recently? I've always been involved in it, but this is the first chance I've had to actually record music with artists legally and uh, so on. Previously when I was involved I had a price on my head and I was on the run and I had a couple of successful bands but we couldn't take that anywhere because of the circumstances that I was in. I've always been involved in music especially through my brother who is I think Australia's greatest songwriter Nick Smith and uh, through our family as well. My father was a brilliant tenor and a professional singer so I think music has always been a part of what I do. I create um, playlists, uh, I've always written to music I have to say, the very first time that I, I got a Walkman in my hands. Walkman, look it up. I got one and put the headphones on and heard music portably as I was walking around. The first thing I did was pick out, take out my pen and write something down. I had music then wherever I could go and it helped me to get in the zone and write. So I've always been involved in music and I think you guys are going to see a lot more now that we're here. We've got I've got albums coming out, we've got EPs, we've got singles, we've got so much good music coming out over the next while. Many collaborations with brilliant artists, we've got some fantastic remixes of our songs coming out by brilliant people. Check out the Dixon Brothers' Cascade remix of Set the Compass, check that out. There are many, many more to come, you're going to love this I think. And as we do, this is an expression for a writer to be able to go after being Years alone in a room to be able to go in a studio, collaborate, work with other people is so thrilling, and we want that thrill to be in the music that we provide for you guys. So, we're bringing that out very soon. Yes, I've always been involved in music, and there'll be a lot more to come. Next question.